This episode of The Significant Others has been recorded across multiple lands. We would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri, Wadarong and Ngunnawal people as the traditional owners of this land and we pay our respect to their elders past and present. We wish to acknowledge that this always was and it always will be Aboriginal land. How has your week been? Has been a much better one in my eyes in the terms of football. It has. We've had some good football news this week, haven't we, Marty? Yes, we have four new AFLW teams um, that have been announced that they've been granted licences, which is a shock to absolutely nobody, but it is amazing news nonetheless. And also shout out the Outer Sanctum podcast is back in our ears if you need something to listen to and you didn't already know that we're massive fans, they're back. So great. So great to have the Outer Sanctum back. So great to have more AFLW teams joining the league and to have a female coach at the top with uh, Beck Goddard already announced as the head coach at Hawthorne AFLW. We reached out and um, Beck Goddard has been kind enough to spend some time with us and talk about the team that she's about to take to the AFL level. Fair to say that we were significantly starstruck if you don't know Beck Goddard wrong you should Beck Goddard <laughs> was the inaugural premiership coach at Adelaide in the AFLW she's been coaching in the VFLW with Hawthorne for a while now and has yep taken the helm straight away it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with two great women in footy we are so honored to have you join us today we thought I mean we've always dreamed about talking to you but we thought this was the perfect <laughs> opportunity obviously big announcement this week with Hawthorne getting their AFLW license finally um, and announcing straight away that you would be the uh, senior coach. Can you tell us how it feels? Oh, it's amazing. And, and to be honest, I, I wasn't sure that I would ever come back. You know, a bit like Harold Bishop on Neighbours. Remember him? And then Aaron's <laughs> just sort of disappeared. He was swept out to sea or something. And then five years later, he turned up working at the Salvos with Amnesia and he didn't know who was who. I can tell you I do know who's who still so I haven't forgotten <laughs> um, but I, it really is an honour to be back um, and um, you know I know co coaching careers you know they're not they're not forever so you know at some point they're, they're going to, to end but um, I, I'm just stoked I'm stoked to be back and at a club that's now got a chance to have it it's inaugural season and to be part of that um, and to just feel really valued really feel really valued, genuine um, value for women at Hawthorne. When you took on the um, role of coaching the VFLW team, was this in the back of your mind or was this discussed really openly when you did take that role? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, when I first spoke to the footy club at the end of 2019 at Hawthorne, um, they pitched to me on, on what their big vision was they pitched to me um, coming into the AFLW now they weren't quite sure when that would happen um, and so it was always in their minds about what the, what the big vision was and that they wanted me there um, mm -hmm. uh, for that um, but they never uh, devalued their VFLW program I think um, it, it was a part of the journey they wanted me to be a part of that journey and and take them into AFLW and they just stayed true to that promise there was never a second job interview or anything like that it was just this is this is the pathway for you. Beck, we've seen quite a few expansions now what do you feel like you get to learn from those getting this this fresh start at Hawthorne what will Hawthorne be learning from past expansions? It's not just about getting the best players um, we we want to be able to 
um, build the foundations that set us up for, you know, years and years of success um, and looking after the players. And we know that they're still going to be part-time in nature for, for, we're not sure how many seasons, but we've got an opportunity to really look after them in a whole heap of ways and make our experience at Hawthorne one that, you know, they can live their life, live their best lives as well as playing footy with. So they're, they're probably the things that I think that I look at with expansion and how that's gone on. And um, particularly with injuries, we see ACLs are still so prevalent in, in our in our sport uh, and in women in sport and being able to look after those players and what happens to them in their lives. It's not just like, oh, well, six months, we'll forget about that and you can come back. You know, like it's actually a, it's actually a, a full 12 months that it impacts their whole life. Um, they don't have the privilege of being able to, oh, I'll just pop in and do a rehab every day because I've got to fit in work, school, all the other bits and pieces that go with it. Definitely a much more challenging environment um, than anyone thinks. And I, I wonder whether you see, like with your experience at the VFL level, whether the players who really, like there's so many good players at those state league um, teams and competitions that are going to want to push to get into these four new teams. There's there's more opportunity, and that's exactly what we want to see for women in sport. Do you think that we're preparing women well enough to make that jump and that commitment? Yeah, I, I think that's a really good question. What I think it actually does is it sh- it has to sharpen up the existing AFLW clubs, and I think that's really great. Like it creates this environment of oh, what are we doing? That's a point of difference to make the players want to want to stay here because it is a challenging environment. It's part time in its nature, really. Um, and what we don't want is oh, well, I'm going to go to another club for an extra five hundred bucks, an extra thousand bucks, um, and then every year we've got this turnover of players and everybody's up for money. We want mm. players to want to stay at footy clubs and you know feel valued and be part of be part of furniture essentially and they want to stay because it's a great place um you look at the Adelaide Crows now you know that there's their players aren't moving you know mm-hmm. it's a great place they want to stay there so you know that's my intention at Hawthorne is to create a great place where where nobody wants to move where we can play successful football and you know um have that great environment um but I think it's a whole heap of things that that goes with it um you know how valued the players feel at the footy club um, you know how well they're looked after with with all of those other little bits and pieces and but it is a big jump it's a big jump from VFLW or um, the NAB League um, I don't think um, some players really know that oh, wow it's actually a really high performance level the AFLW they're fitter they're so much faster um, we've got a lot of work to do to fill, fill that gap. I feel like you've given us a really good indication Beck, of what we can expect to see from Hawks AFLW particularly behind the scenes what about on the field? Yeah, look, that's a that's a good one. It's a bit of an insight into my coaching philosophy, which I I presented to the footy club and to the players in the VFLW program, which is, you know, are you that person you're chewing a piece of gum? It gets a bit stale, are you, and you're on your bike. Are you the person that rides park past the bin and just chucks like spits the gum into the bin, but doesn't actually look at where the gum lands and just keeps going, and you never think about it again? Are you the next person that rides the bike, stops? chucks it in the bin, doesn't quite make it, oh, well, gets back on the bike and keeps going. Or are you the person that gets off the bike, finds a gum leaf, spits it into the gum leaf, walks over the bin and puts it in? Um, And that's the person that we want. That's the person who wants to do the right thing, that that actually cares where the gum lands. You've got to to care. And so same thing applies in footy. You've got to care about what happens. You might miss the target, but did you care that you missed the target? You want to get better. Um, it's so it's it's that kind of thing that that good person test um, that that we want to be remembered for that we're, we're good at we're good at footy we're good at what we do on and off the field 
In terms of your team around you, your coaching team, um, you have an all-female coaching team at present at the VFL um, level. Is that something you'd like to see transfer up in across to the AFL level or are you going to ask Alistair Clarkson to be your assistant? <laughs> My <something>? senior assistant. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, you know, like I came into the VFLW and, and um, from talking to Hawthorne, there's a great guy there, Dan Napoli, that I work really closely with. Um, and he actually came to me and said, look, what do you think about getting some more women into coaching? Because we're in the VFLW, we've probably got an opportunity to, to try a few different things um, and um, set us up for success going into AFLW um, and, and seeing, you know, what, what's, what's out there. And so we were, we were really so lucky to have some very quality people, all teachers um, come along with, with us at Hawthorne this year um, who have just really starting on their journey too. Um, you know, Lou Watton retired as a player and slipped straight into a, a development coach. And then all of a sudden she took over our midfield because she's doing such a great job. We saw the opportunity for her to do that this year, but that's her first year. So we know that she'll want to keep growing and, and going along that way. And Christina Politarco, fantastic coach, came over to us from Carlton. And then of course, Hayley Gregory, who's, who's been coaching at Hawthorne for many years. And so they're still on their footy journey um, and, and want to coach AFLW, which is great. Um, and I'm not sure how we're going to set up yet with our, with our coaches. Um, but we, you know, one thing's for sure is we're not just content with the license. Like we're actually going to be ruthless now on and off the field to want to win games. And so we'll set our team up for success as well as continuing to go the, grow the coaches that want to stay at the club with us on that journey. Beck, there's been a bit of chat about um, how many female coaches we have at the top level um, being not very many, exactly. One now. Um, <laughs> now we've got one. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's an important Sydney haven't appointed any coaches yet. So, you know, throwing mm. them a lifeline. Who would you who would you suggest they well, look into? Well, I have. Yeah, I, I have thrown them a lifeline. I had a really good chat with Josh Marnie um, at, at Essendon and I spoke to Chris Davies at Port Adelaide only in the last week about what they were doing and, you know, who were some great women coaches out there. Because there are, there are so, so many, so many good ones. And all they need is an opportunity, a club to be brave and overt with their leadership. And I understand that the clubs are going to do that. They want to do that. They know that there's uh, women out there that are ready to coach. So, you know, aside from my Hawthorne coaches who I don't want coached, of course, um, <laughs> but, you know, um, there are some great ones currently coaching. Natalie Wood at the Western Bulldogs, Lauren Moorcroft at, at, at Carlton, uh, Narelle Smith, who's just finished up at the Adelaide Crows. Um, there, Alicia Eva, we know, is already at GWS. There are so many really, really good ones that are uh, Jane Lang at Melbourne. They're all, I don't want to be rude and miss out on, on any of them. Emma Grant, <laughs> she's been coaching in the NAB League. Look, there, there are just so many great ones out there. And what it needs is guys at the clubs in these positions to go, let's just give them the job. What's the worst thing that can happen? They're not going to cost you a game of football if, if they're – they're close. You think they're close, but they're not quite ready. Give them the job and put a really great senior assistant next to them to help them in that gap if that's what you really think, rather than the other way around um, and just see what happens. Because, you know, up until I got that job at the Adelaide Footy Club, my coaching, uh, the one football interview that I'd had up until that point was at a little Irish pub here in Canberra. And after about 11 schooners with the president of the Gungahlin Jets, <laughs> I got the job. We've got to just be given a chance, you know, and I, but the really 
the interesting thing when I look back on my journey is that I actually don't think I would have gotten the job in the AFLW except for the fact that I'd coached men's football. I coached in the NEFL. And so it's almost like I had to do this rite of passage. I had to do both men's and women's footy to prove that I was good enough to go back and coach women's footy. Um, and I'm not sure if that's the right pathway, but what, what we just do need more of is men elevating women and giving them the chance rather than putting their hand up and saying, no, I'll do the job and I'll mentor them up that way. And then one day I might hand it over. Just do it the other way. What do you think it means for the AFLW league that there are now 18 teams that every single club has a women's team as well it's the the legitimacy of the competition because now all of the club ceos all of the fan base um that that come with these really powerful footy clubs and all of the guys that play within the clubs that earn a full-time wage at the footy clubs can have an interest that they've got women that there's a women's team within their club now um do they want their daughters growing up and earning the same wage as them um, or do they want, oh, you can just have a little part-time wage in, in that. And, and that's a really important conversation and those steps towards equality and being able to have those conversations now that we've got all 18 clubs invested in this. Um, you know, even like there's, you know, the new CBA that will have to be negotiated and, and I know the guys will want their little bit more, okay, but we want the girls to actually get to a, a, an even base just to start with um, as well. So we can start having these conversations within clubs, a bit like Cricket Australia did with their men's, and women's cricket team and now look at where where they're at but every little girl every little boy every little kid wherever they mm. are has yeah. their club like we're so emotionally attached to it and Hester and I spoke the last couple of I don't know however many times we've spoken about AFLW and the teams that we support and the players that we follow when we didn't when North weren't in it or when Geelong wasn't in it for those first few years that you're kind of like left in the wind and, and you don't have that as much attachment um, as you do to that base club. So hopefully that means all those little kids have, yeah, they're idols now. Beck, if there are any Hawthorne fans who have picked up a different AFLW team waiting for this moment, what's your pitch to bring them back? I'm sorry that they're going to have to break up with their other team. We want them <laughs> back. We want them back with the family. Come back. You can still have your second team. Um but I got a really nice couple of texts yesterday from um, the Crow CEO, Tim Silvers, and from Matt Clark, the coach of the girls' team now at Adelaide. And they can't wait to play off for the Goddard Cup is what they've called it. <laughs> so I think there needs to be a work, bit of work around that when Adelaide plays plays Hawthorne. But um, I just I, I think it's just so great that everybody can go back to the, to normal business now. We can go back to the club that we want to, want to support in, in both both the men's and women's competition. Beck, thank you so much for your time tonight, having this chat with us. We are so excited that you are back at the top and in charge. Thanks girls, great stuff.